This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to get educated on your Second Amendment right. Welcome to two full hours of Gun Owners Radio. Your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz will teach you about firearms, self-defense, and the laws that affect your rights to keep and bear arms. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with questions to learn how to become a sponsor of Gun Owners Radio and get involved. Together, we will win. Now, here's your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Dramisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. Hi, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The Answer. Guess who's back? The World Traveler. Yeah, there he is. Knows more about Motel 6 than anybody (laughs) in the country. But hey, folks, do you feel safe and are you protected? Yeah. Well, it's time to take ownership of your self-defense journey. The U.S. Concealed Carry Association believes the key ingredient is being a responsible firearms owner and is properly trained and educated. USCCA offers comprehensive training that helps you avoid danger while keeping you and your loved ones safe. More than 650,000 responsibly armed Americans like you have made the responsible decision to take control uh, of protecting themselves and their families. So get hands-on training from certified instructors. Learn how to avoid danger, defend yourself, and protect your loved ones. Take responsibility for your own safety and, giz- and visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Action Jackson, who did you get to shoot with on your vacation? Alina Michelak. Oh, where'd you guys shoot? Uh, at SIGS Academy. Wow, that's cool. Was it fun? Very. Is she pretty good at shooting? Yep. Yeah, did you give her a few pointers? Uh, no. <laughs> you didn't teach her a thing or two? No. Well, you have a totally different angle at the targets, Dom. That's right. Yeah. Did she, you shoot anything different than what you own, or did they let you fire a cannon? <laughs> uh, well, I shot my uh, SIG P320. Okay. And that's nice. That's awesome. Who's taller, you or her? She her. is. <laughs> right. Hey, we guessed right. Well, how cool is it to get to, to shoot at SIG? Were they nice to you? Were they super cool? Yeah. Actually, where's your SIG hat? Oh, you got your SIG shirt. Yeah, so you're halfway there. Good deal. Always get always get the goodies. Well, that's awesome. That's very very cool. So HR eighteen oh eight. That's the uh, assault weapons ban. Isn't that fun? Right, Mm -hmm. Joe. That's the assault weapons ban eighteen oh eight. Is that the one, or is that the general uh, the uh, general gun? uh, common sense gun law could be the assault weapons man is that the one that just went to the senate it's the one that just got out of the house House. of representatives now it's off to the senate and it's off to the senate it's the uh 2022 assault weapons ban and uh basically it's just like every other assault weapons ban it's a weapons ban um it's uh the way it's you know the way it's 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 cut and paste from california is really what it is all it is which is what we've been saying for years. Everybody that leaves California, we told you this is following you. Um, everybody that uh, you know wonders why we should fight in California. This is why we should fight in California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so it's unfortunate that it passed. It passed just barely. Um, seven Democrats voted against it. Two Republicans voted for it. Which is more significant? I don't think there's a right answer. But yeah, it's th- actually interesting it was that close. Yeah, really. Considering the majority there with the Democrats, it's surprising it was that close. 
Well, here's my my bet is we're in an election year. My bet is the way this worked is, you know, most of the folks voted how they're going to vote. But it when it comes down to it, the Democrats and the Republicans get together and say, hey, you know, we understand that this thing's going to pass. So these folks have to vote for it or these folks have to vote against it because of their district. That's their excuse. Yeah, and that's what I saw when I looked at the list of the ones, like the Democrats that voted for it, and they were from, um, you know, I couldn't tell. They were from states like Texas, Florida, and uh, so that's what I, that was my guess, too. But, they're but, from areas where they have to. Uh, well, but that's all coordinated. So they knew this thing was going to pass by two votes. And well, they, yeah. They, they, that's all coordinated, you know? that, that They absolutely get together and coordinate this. Um, yeah. Well, plus they can do it too because it's safe because they know it, it needs it, it needs sixty votes to get anywhere in the Senate. Yeah, and they're not going to get that many. I mean, even with people like Mitt Romney and and uh, Lisa Murkowski and those people, it's still not going to get. What would would you that. where would you put uh, would you put money on? Uh, is Romney going to vote for it? I bet he would. Yeah, because yeah. well, see, they play the same game though, right? He says yeah. he could he could vote for it. And play the political card on that, knowing that okay, just him voting for it isn't going to be enough for it to go anyplace. Although I don't know that he cares really. I don't know. He's he's different. You think? But but in, I don't think Utah. I don't think he's that's going to go over well in Utah. Oh, he shouldn't go over well in Utah, and yet there he is. <laughs> so, would you put money on it, Dave? Would you put money that uh, Mitt Romney's going to vote for an assault weapons ban? Mm, no, I think he's going to do it. You think he's going to vote for it? Yeah, yeah. He's got to. Well, but he's a Republican, everybody, right? I know. I know. Well, Republicans I, are all our friends. Absolutely. They're, I mean, they really are. Well, it was highly disappointing. Um, but were you surprised? You know, I, I'll be totally honest with you. I'm so naive. I'm such a an innocent, you know, babe in the woods. Just a little butterfly. <laughs> just doe-eyed, you know, innocent. Yeah. Oh, the sun's come up. I, I was uh, I was at home singing Kumbaya when I heard about this. <laughs> Honestly, I was surprised. I, I really I can't believe that that, that after the, uh, the the Bruin uh, decision mm-hmm. um, that they pulled this ridiculous. That was, that was really surprising to you. It really was. I I just don't understand. They don't care. Well, <laughs> right. I just I don't mean, understand. Like if you know something is is uh, bad is so. Um, I mean, it's just not going to stand. So let's say it gets through the Senate. It's not going to get through the Senate. But let's say it gets through the Senate, and the president signs it. He would definitely sign it if it got through. It, it's not going to. There's no way an assault weapons ban is going to stand in, in, in court. But see, they keep saying that. Didn't he do an assault weapons ban? Yeah, back that was, in the that night, was him back in the eighties. Well, he was. Yeah, he was involved in that. And it went eighteen years. His big thing was the school thing. No, the, it and only nothing went, changed. Who are we talking about? No, no, no. He well, Biden. He Biden. Was yeah, that was nine, but, early nineties. Ninety. Right, but and that it was, went that for was how many years? Place. Ten years. Twelve. Ten years. It okay. went ten years and sunset. And what were the results at the end nothing, of the ten years? No difference at all. So why are they doing it again? Well, opt. Because I, again, we, it's not. It's not about crime it's not about right. safety it's about right. control it's right. about disarming people right. that's what it's about that's all it is and, well and it's yeah and it's about follow it's you know they've created a narrative now they have to follow it um but honestly i was i was kind of surprised they were going to divert their attention it's not it's not very popular <laughs> as opposed to like what working on inflation or anything uh, that kind of stuff but there, I guess what I'm saying is, in in an election year, I, you know, the real I think the real reason they did it now is they feel like, hey, we want to try to get people, 
to take a stand in an election so we can either you know use it use it for you know use it against them and there are so many other things going on right now that they could have been more successful yeah but this is a hot button for them it, it is, but there's so many other hot buttons. I, I was surprised, is what it boils down to. I thought, why, why would you, you think their basket's full of hot buttons? Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> well, they, they should the, be riding high now, right? Because they, they got rid of the recession. You just changed the definition. Oh, that's, that's, that's not you a You know what anymore. I feel? So, I'll buy you breakfast tomorrow if you're in hot buy. <laughs> I'll just have to explain it to the restaurant. Well, everybody listening out there, um, it's next stop is the Senate. I highly, highly, highly doubt they're going to get the votes to, for it to pass the Senate. Um. And maybe that's the strategy, so that they can complain or whatever. But um, the reality is, even if this thing passes, it's it's unconstitutional. And that yeah. that decision, the Bruin decision, clearly states that. You know, right. but the, but you see states like California, New Jersey, Massachusetts use that as a strategy because they know, okay, even if it's unconstitutional, we'll get to impose it for at least a couple of years mm. while it works its way through the courts. Sure. I mean, that's typically what goes on, right? Mm hopefully the Bruin decision means we're going to start getting the injunctions that we never get. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. see. I think yeah. we're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of activity in the coming year anyway. So we'll see what happens. I, I think that's, that's really, I think that's what the Bruin decision is going to do. It's going to give us a lot of activity in the next five to 10 years. Like I told you, John said, boy, am I going to be busy next year? He is. <laughs> All right, folks, that's gun owners radio. Don't go nowhere. That's just the first segment. Right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Do you know how fast violence happens? Uh, let's find out with Shelly Hill from the Complete Combat. All right, but first, if you have legal matters that involve firearms, then you need to call California firearms lawyer John Dillon, especially if you have questions on red flag laws, gun registration, gun transportation, or maybe you just need to know that your guns are California compliant. Call our trusted firearms attorney, John Dillon. John Dillon specializes in California gun laws. Call 760 642 7150 or you can visit his website at dillonlawgp.com all right all right our next guest is shelly hill from the complete combatant uh we're going to talk to her about reactionary distances shelly how are you i'm doing excellent guys how about yourself excellent as well thank you for for coming on the show so tell us a little bit about who you are tell us a little bit about the complete combatant Awesome. First of all, I've got to ask you a question. Oh. Who was the doe-eyed and innocent one? That's me. That's me. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Come on, he looks like a little doe-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to had to get that out there. <laughs> um, thanks for having me, y'all, uh, uh, for sure. Um, I am Shelly Hill, and I am with The Complete Combatant. And my husband and I have a training facility in Dahlonega, Georgia. Nice. And there we, yeah, we focus on... Uh, self-protection and continuing education from, um, we call it the first signs of danger. So we offer several classes that could be lethal, which we're talking firearms, right? It could be non-lethal or it could be less than lethal. So we kind of believe in that well-rounded, let's maybe not be, um, you know, like the, 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 the highest, best of one Thing, why don't we be good at a lot of things? 
So that's kind of how we think about is the well-rounded from the first signs of danger all the way through even talking to your attorney in the 911 call and everything that falls in between. So everything from uh, awareness to uh, yes. non-lethal to lethal to Absolutely. D- defense yes, and then post, mm-hmm. uh, post-incident. Yep. That's right. Shelly's actually it. the brains behind uh, Brian Hill because I, I took Brian's class out here in San Diego and it was, it was just great. The material is fantastic. And uh, Brian Thank was you. saying that was Thank a big part of that was Shelly. Oh, wow. Yep. Shelley, what made you come yep. up with that That's curriculum, awesome. Shelly? Well, truly, uh, as far as the first one that we came up with was several years ago, and that was image-based decisional drills. And I am dyslexic, so I'm just not kind of dyslexic. I got, I mean, I won the lottery, right? So when we talk about the writing or the speaking or the spelling or the the reading and the the numbers, right, Um, I pretty much, every one of those are backwards for me. So I've struggled my whole life with trying to learn the same way that somebody that maybe wasn't dyslexic or had a learning disorder. So uh, several years ago, we're talking maybe five or six now, I just started thinking about um, and talking to Claude Warner, who's a wonderful, wonderful guy uh, in our community, and Brian, and I'm like, I I would like to show people how I learn, which is images and hands-on. So it really honestly was born with nothing more of me trying to think of how I could help people um, retain information and recall information quicker. And with recognition prime decision-making and the use of some image cards with the basic, you know, eight or nine options that you truly have in a self-defense encounter, and that's including your words and using, you know, 911 and stuff like that, that if you could... Put an image in front of someone and have them have to react and act uh, to that in a specific amount of time. Um, will learning occur? And absolutely learning will occur because your brain doesn't really recognize the difference between training and real stress. Stress is stress is stress. So that's where it all stemmed from was the image-based decisional drills and just trying to show people how I learn and it really uh, it works. It works. That's awesome. So, so, so yeah. tell us about reactionary distances. What 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 does that what does that mean? Well, that kind of stemmed from once again the same with the image based decisional drills. You you have to kind of think about that all of your uh, what's the word I want to use um, all of your answers to a lethal non lethal or lethal encounter um, are not the same. And you have to take distance in mind. And there's a cultural anthropologist, his name is Edward T. Hall, and he's the brains behind the public, social, personal, and intimate distances that talks about in healthy adults. Well, because of his work, we can take that a little further, right? So we can now think about in protection management as far as the distance goes that we can use his research to our purpose on measuring violence options available to that bad person, right, based on distance, and measure our options available for us to react, act, and respond. So where you may have enough time, let's just say 25 feet and beyond, 
to see that person and be able to make the decision that, hey, you know what, I don't want to be here. Well, you've got that time, that distance to beat feet and get out. But you don't have that same luxury at 12 feet, Hmm. right? Or you don't have that same amount of time. So we've got some real simple distance zones that we talk about. And truly, it's as simple as you have the most amount of time to react to 25 feet and beyond. You've got some time to react to 12 feet to 25 feet. You've got the least amount of time to react at that 6 to 12 feet. And that's where probably most of us do most of our, our critical thinking, right? If you think about the, the, the 12 feet, that 6 to 12 feet, the, the card length, um, the person that's, uh, we'll call it interviewing you to get closer, um, the, the, the distance of a normal pepper spray is roughly that 10 to 12 feet. So a lot of those decisions really need to be um, pre-made, if you want to call it, in that 6 to 12 feet. Now, and then you... we have our last one. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and then we have our last one, and this is where everyone wants to throw rotten fruit and tomatoes at me, is because they, they don't understand that at six feet and under, you don't have time to react. Yeah. That is no time to react. Now, it's not that you're not uh, making decisions. It's not that you're in the fight, not in the fight. It's just a, it's a different type of decision process because they're already there. You know, they're six feet and under. There's no time to react in the same way that you can at six feet uh, beyond and moving away from you. So, so that's as, what people as, are like, wait. Yeah, <laughs> so as long as I've owned a gun, we've, you know, it's that, that 21 feet, you yeah. know, uh, yep. has it been works. kind of the, yep. the, the rule of thumb, right? Yep. Um, and uh, I, I, I think it's a good rule of thumb. I think it makes sense that, you know, yep. 21 feet, if anyone's within 21 feet of you, um, you know, they're potentially a, a danger. That's really kind of the exactly. kind of your, yep. your your business zone. Do you yep. think that the discussion has changed and will continue to change? Do you think things have changed after what happened in that mall in Indiana where that guy made a, a 40-yard shot? I do. I really do. And I, I think it was changing kind of before then because, like, with, with Tuller, um, it's that roughly 1.5 second, right? Right. And that's covering a distance at roughly, once again, 21 feet. Well, I, I've just been talking to a, a group of other people um, and, and just getting their opinion, not because I'm, I'm questioning uh, uh, Tuller in any way. Please don't get me wrong. But what I'm wondering is if, this, if we're talking about 21 feet as, covering a distance and roughly 1.5 seconds for you to, you know, get, get, get your gun out of the holster and get one shot on. Well, we're also uh, conscious that it's not just one shot, right? We don't know if the one shot is going to stop someone, right? It could be multiple shots. That, so what I wonder is if we need to stop them from getting to us, and not let them, and once again, it was with a knife, is what, what Tuller was um, when he was talking about that, that drill or that principle, um, is that are we going to be able to have that person stop doing what they were doing in that one shot? Does that make sense? Very much. So, Yeah, so what I wonder is, is what we're questioning is exactly that, is that the distance, can you make the shot, and also 
it's not one shot that that is necessarily going to stop that person. So if we're talking about one shot from the holster to in 1.5 seconds to cover that 21 feet, well, that's 21 feet to you. We need to stop them before they get to you. So that would be multiple shots that would need to be um, out there in a longer distance. Is that, so, so the answer to me, I mean, for me is absolutely yes. I think that, that it was changing before that because it's not just one shot, you know, stop. You know, you, you might have to have multiple shots, which means you need to understand uh, what the distance management is. And a lot of people don't understand what six feet looks like or 12 feet or 25 or these yards, 30 yards, 40 yards, right? So, Shelly, so, if, if yeah. we go back to your, your, your six-foot distance there inside that reactionary gap, um, does that, yes, that has more or that has, I think that has more to do or has a lot to do with how fast the signal goes from your brain to your muscle to actually react and do something when you're reacting to someone else's actions, you're slower. Is that, is that what you found? Yes, absolutely. And one of the things that's, it's kind of interesting is, is, uh, Brian, um, my, my wonderful husband, he's, you know, a mixed martial artist and jujitsu and so on and so forth. And he's had professional fighters and amateur fighters and all that kind of good stuff. And I remember him telling me years ago, and it works in this as well is that when you're talking about six feet and under, that's really your no-choice zone. I remember him saying, babe, you have no choice but to manage him. I mean, he's right there. Uh, you are in danger if, if that is what the intention is. It's not like you can sprint away because by the time you recognize that person is there and your brain recognizes that I need to do something, they're already there because they're, it's not like they're covering a distance. So it's a full action time, and he's always told me, honey, if there's any way for you to act or go first, at least you ensure that you get a turn. Right. Hey, Shelly, how do people, how do yes, people follow you around and, and hook up with the complete combatant? Oh, that would be the complete combatant at gmail.com would be my, my email or the complete combatant.com. All right. Man, it's been a blast talking to you. What do you think, Michael? Awesome. Thank you so much. Sean. All right, Cuddly. Oh, All right. Thank you so much, guys. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. Last week we were talking about the death of journalism. This week we have Nancy Lichman, editor of the Leatherneck Magazine, to talk about the state of journalism in 2022 next. Hey, folks, do you have jewelry that you don't wear anymore? Maybe a watch that's just gathering dust or doesn't work? Well, what if you went to Leo Hamels and sold it? You could use the cash to get a new gun, maybe take a pistol class. You know, you've been talking about it. So when you sell your used jewelry or watches to Leo Hamill, not only do you get the best deal in town, you are also supporting the Second Amendment. One of the easiest ways to support the Second Amendment is to support our partners like Leo Hamill. Call 619-299-1500, visit his showroom at San Diego Avenue, and always get awesome service at Leo's. Find them online at leohamill.com. 
Okay, our next guest is the deputy editor of Leatherneck Magazine and has been in journalism for uh, a couple of decades now at least. And uh, we wanted to have her in. Last week, we, we re- I read an article about the new SIG AR, um, and the article was so ridiculous. But it was ridiculous because we're, we're gun folks. So we understand that she had absolutely no idea what she was talking about. What we wanted to do was bring in, uh, which happens so often, you know, it was very, it was clearly very slanted. Uh, it was very opinionated, even though it was disguised as a news article. So we wanted to bring in somebody to talk about it, not from a gun perspective, but from a journalism perspective. Nancy, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. So did you, you had the opportunity to review the article? I sure did. Um, and I, I hesitate to endorse even calling it an article because it's it's little more than a glorified book report. <laughs> it kind of was. Okay, so let's let's talk about your background real quick. You went to college for journalism, right? Right. I graduated 29 years ago with a degree in communication arts, and my emphasis is print journalism. I have worked in the industry. I worked for a daily newspaper for several years. Um, took a little break to be a stay-at-home. Mom, and um, now I am the deputy editor for Leatherneck Magazine. And full disclosure, um, anything I say today is not the opinion of Leatherneck Magazine or the Marine Corps Association. It's my opinion. And, and you're someone who I know values uh, quality journalism. It's, it's something that is important to you. It's something you follow. It's something you talk about. Um, and I, I think what we want to talk about is what exactly is quality journalism um, and, and using using this article maybe as a as an example. So you call it a glorified book report. Tell us why. What was actually when we know it was wrong technically or, or I should say uh, informationally. informationally, you know, regarding uh, firearms. But what, what about technically? What about the journalism? What was actually wrong with that journalism? Well, it starts with the headline. So let me just read this headline to you again. A powerful rifle derived from U.S. Army weaponry is going on sale to civilians amid ongoing gun control debates, report says. So just that word report there, what does that make you think? It makes you think that something, uh, some official and objective study was done by an independent source like a think tank or even a government organization. But the report they're referring to and everything this quote-unquote article references is an opinion piece from the Daily Beast. Wow. It's, so th- yeah. this article was written, and, and the, only, the only source was another article that someone wrote. Well, there are a couple of other sources, but none of them are primary sources. So, for example, the, the uh, article makes repeated reference to the Daily Beast reported, is, is how they, they mm-hmm. phrase it. And there's a link right to that Daily Beast article which, again, that's not an article either. It's an opinion piece, although it is clearly labeled as such. So the, re- the writer of that initial opinion piece in the Daily Beast, I'm, I'm not going to get into the particulars of that. He's entitled to his opinion, and he wrote a piece uh, about his opinion and backed it up with, with quotes and other information. The writer of this piece from Business Insider just went into the opinion piece and pulled quotes out of it. it it's like a book report. Wow. And the other There's thing, no- is, the, the quotes, the person they were quoting, if memory serves, the person they were quoting was, it, it, it's a, the, the person is a political expert with a political slant, 
not a technical expert. They didn't really know anything about guns. They're they're a political expert, and and the the article masqueraded as a uh, as a uh, you know as a uh, information about a piece of equipment, a firearm. But but the only but it was really just a political opinion piece. Am, am I wrong? I mean, and and part of what I'm saying, you know, part of where I get that from is the people, the person that they quoted, which was a political expert, not a technical expert. Am I, am I off on that or? No, I, that's my understanding. That's also my understanding. And again, this this item from Business Insider, I'm not calling it an article anymore, <laughs> is quoting quotes from an opinion piece. So the, the whole, it's like a house built on sand. I mean, it, it, it can't stand up. But, but this is, this is, I mean, I, I see this more and more and more as opposed to people going out, reporters going out and doing their own reporting, interviewing people. And, and you talked about, uh, in the introduction, you talked about reporters often getting the information wrong about firearms. Well, I, I think that that's happens with so many technical subjects. And just, I, I do some writing. I do more than editing. I do some writing. And the first thing I do before I ever interview anybody for any technical type article is I start researching and then I find a, a kind of expert in the field who can bring me up to speed on various technical aspects of the article and someone who's going to be my fact checker when I'm finished. And frequently, if I'm writing about something highly technical, I will feed parts of the article back to the people I interviewed to make sure I got the facts right. Now, they don't get to see the whole article, but just where I quoted and, and in some of the more more technical pieces. For example, I've written about some of the some of the early days of the NASA program. And so the engineers I interviewed, I needed them to make sure that I got it right so that readers don't then get it wrong and so that it's not out there in print forever wrong. So, Nancy, this is Joe. I had uh, just a question along those lines, too, with the, um, you know, how does that stuff get published or get out there? Because um, you would think that editors are going over that stuff. And I know one of the theories uh, I'd heard that I, that, I don't know if it's true or not, but, the, you know, they you hear that there's, you know, it's a 20, a 22-year-old reporter being checked by a 25-year-old editor. And is that, have you seen that kind of stuff? Or how does that kind of stuff get passed an editor to get published? Um, well, I... It, it wouldn't get past me at Leatherneck. Um, I haven't been in a newsroom for several decades. And uh, when I last was in a newsroom, I, w I was the young editor in my early 20s. But there were far more experienced people who, who were looking over my shoulder. Even though I was writing headlines and editing stories, I had much more senior people with lots of experience looking over my shoulder. I don't really know how it is in newsrooms anymore. But my guess would be is that there's just such a push to get stuff out there and get it out quickly. And I'm, I'm actually really curious about what goes on in journalism classrooms now at the university level, because it doesn't seem like the things that I was taught are things that I see in journalism now. I mean, one of the one of the key phrases of one of my um, reporting instructors was, even if your mother tells you it's so, check it out. And and I just don't I just don't know that there's that level of fact checking anymore. And I don't know if objectivity 
is is valued anymore like it was pounded it pounded into us that we needed to be objective and and report the facts and the news and keep our opinions leave our opinions at the front door so is that is that more than is that an integrity thing or you know they're not trained that way or they just, is it a, a a don't know or a don't care kind of thing? I honestly I can't give you an answer because I haven't been in a journalism classroom in so long and so I don't speculate or you know I don't want to say for sure. My fear is that it's a that it's a completely different approach to journalism, that it's now all about advocacy journalism as opposed to a, a straight reporting of the facts. Explain what advocacy journalism is. That's somebody trying to get his or her point across, um, pa- uh, push his or her agenda, mm-hmm. as opposed to, like I said, a straight reporting of the facts. Right. Well, wouldn't you say, Nancy, you know, that, when we're already seeing what's coming out of the colleges and universities, okay, they've had an agenda. They've kind of changed the, the the atmosphere, I guess you could say. And I don't think that journalism is an untouched group of people that are going to come out, you know, thinking differently than what you did, what I did when I was in journalism and back in the day, you know, because I know exactly when you were talking, all the things you said is exactly what a journalist is supposed to do. I don't think it's being taught in the schools because you could tell by what journalists we have out there right now. Yeah, that that's I would have to agree with you on that. Again, I can't verify. No, that. no, I, I I'm right. See, I'm a verifier too. Uh, but it would be kind of fun to go sit in one of their classes. You got to admit. Yeah. Now, is yeah. is this article is this a one off or is this a trend that you've noticed or what, oh, what what can you say about that? It's a trend. It's definitely a trend. Um, it, it's. I used to be a news junkie, meaning that, you know, I I read as many news articles as I could find and I watched the news and I listened to the news when I was in the car. Um, I can barely stomach it now because (laughs) it's, it's, it's not, it's just not news. It's opinions. And um, so often they get the, uh, they get the, the technical pieces wrong. And, and can you pin, like, do you remember when you started noticing this or when it went, do you remember when it really, really got bad? Mm, I don't know. I would say, I would say probably within the last decade, mm, maybe, maybe a little, more. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm pretty busy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so we're going to, we're going to have, we're going to hold you over to the next uh, segment. We're going to talk a little bit more about this and specifically, Nancy, what I want to talk about is, you know, so what? You know, so what? Why does this matter? I kind of want to play devil's advocate. Um, we, we've talked about the problem. I think we're all familiar with the problem, but I want to. I really want want to talk about why does this matter? Why? So what if they're going to do this? If they can, they can do it. If they want to do it, why does this? Why does good journalism matter? And I, you know, I, I, we've you know talked to you a whole segment. You've said a lot of things that I'm sure people agree with. We haven't said anything about politics. We nobody, none of the listeners know anything about your politics at all. They just know. You know, this is purely a discussion on on uh, quality journalism, which I really think is uh, important, and I I thank you so much for it. So hang in there. We're going to go into a commercial. All right, folks. Hey, this is Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The The answer. answer. Hey. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. 
1170. The answer. Boy, do you ever wish cleaning your gun was easy? Well, clean, lube, and protect your guns with Seal One. Seal One CLP Plus is natural, non-toxic, and environmentally friendly. You can clean your gun easier, faster, and you'll also smell better, too. One and done with Seal One. Ask for it by name at your local gun shop or get some on the web. That's seal1.com. That's seal, the number one, dot com. So we're talking to Nancy Lichman, who is a the deputy editor for Leatherneck Magazine. We're talking to her about the state of journalism. Last week, we uh, we, we read a, a, a piece um, in Business Insider that was talking about a new AR that's on the market, and it was just, it was just atrocious in every way. We attacked it for their lack of knowledge on firearms, and now we are attacking it for its lack of knowledge or ethics or character i'm not sure what what what, what exact how would you describe this the the problem nancy well and i want to make clear i'm not attacking it i'm critiquing it <laughs> okay uh, we're attacking uh, you're a critiquing no 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 it's a critique of of a of a of a of a piece but what would you say you know broadly if i what would you say it's the the character or how would you how would you the, the generally how would you what what are we critiquing the lack of reporting, the lack, the failure on the part of the writer to do independent research, to source, to find independent sources. It's, it's essentially an, uh, an opinion piece that was published on the Daily Beast. So then the business insider, writer, reporter took that Daily Beast opinion piece and cherry picked various quotes out of it gave credit to the Daily Beast, but framed the whole thing as if that was all factual information. There's no, there's no, um, there's no, I can't find evidence that that reporter went and spoke to or had a phone conversation with anybody to verify any of the information in the article. So Business Insider is, uh, you would think the type of information you get from Business Insider is kind of a, uh, you know, industry, uh, you know, very fact, very numbers based kind of kind of information. Right. Is that was that an accurate, uh, accurate thing yeah. to expect? Yeah. Sure. Because, yeah. you know, Business Insider, you'd think that they're uh, they're not pushing politics. They're certainly not shouldn't be pushing an agenda. They're just talking about business. So they were doing a, a story about, um, you know, a, a company that is releasing a new product, but that's not how it came out. That's not the result. No. But my, my question is broadly, I mean, so what, so what if business insider wants to do a slanted piece and push their opinion, um, and disguise it as, as, you know, a factual piece, you know, what's the problem? Why shouldn't they be allowed to do that? Well, nobody's saying they're not allowed to do that. Right. Um, and, and frankly, there's advocacy journalism on many issues and on both sides of those issues. So I don't, I certainly don't want to make it seem like I'm pointing fingers only at the left because it, it happens on all sides. Hence my uh, refusal to watch or listen to news on a regular basis anymore, because it's, it's from all angles. It's about opinions rather than um, what, what we used to consider journalism the basis of it was who, what, where, how, why, when. You get that information in there, and you let the reader determine his or her opinion about a topic. 
But but that's that's not the way it is anymore. And and let's be honest, journalism is a business, and they're just they're out there trying to do the same thing that any other business is doing. They're trying to make money. So why so, why is it a problem though? Like what you know, journalism used to be taught you know kind of a pure form of journalism. You know, uh, this is why you know do it this way. If you're you know just give the facts, just give the information. Don't don't really give a, a slant. Why is that a problem? Why the, the things have changed? Why do you think that it's it? Why do you think pure and real and, and ethical journalism is important? Oh, that, that's a big question to answer in a short radio segment. Um, why do I think it's a problem? Because I, I just think it's really important for people to learn. And, 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 you know, maybe it starts way back before journalism school that, you know, we, we need to encourage maybe as parents, we need to encourage critical thinking skills in our children. And um, the, the kind of critical thinking skills that will allow them when they, as they're getting older and that when they're adults, to read a news story and come up with, you know, take all the facts and figure out, figure out their thoughts on on a particular issue. I just, I just don't. I personally do not like the idea of somebody else cramming their opinion down my throat. Like I don't want to hear what your opinion. You, you sitting at the news anchor desk on TV or sitting at your computer terminal in the newsroom. I don't need your opinion. I want to know the information and I'm going to figure out, I'm going to research it. I'm going to read various articles, listen to various stories. And then I'm going to determine how I feel about a particular issue. You know, I think I, I'll tell everybody I've, I've known Nancy for 46 years and I can confirm that she does not like you, anybody, you know, jamming their opinion down her throat. She's quite capable of making up her own yeah. mind. Well, okay. So how, what, okay. So our listeners, we, we run into this all the time, especially gun folks, you know, they get everything wrong. There's a slant, uh, you know, they, there, there's an agenda. What do we do? Like, you know, do we just not read that article or is there something, you know, from a, from a journalist, uh, is, is there something that a reader can do to, to try to change things? I, I wish I had the answer to that question. I mean, you know, that, that has part of this is why I stepped away from daily, the daily newspaper business and why I work for the magazine I work for and, um, it allows me to, you know, to tell people's stories rather than rather than have to deal with this kind of, you know, pushing a political agenda. Um, what what can readers do? Educate themselves, educate their children, uh, educate their friends, um, write letters to the editor, not in a not in a um, antagonistic way, but providing them with the facts. I, I don't know that you know, one or two or 25 letters to the editor is going to help, but it's, it's a start. Um, now people, people that are reading articles, what do you, do you have a tip? Like, uh, you know, Hey, if you're reading a particular article, you know, gun folks that are, that are listeners to the show, they're going to be able to pick out, you know, junk articles that are about guns pretty easily. Um, but how do you know, is there a tip maybe that you can give that, uh, people can tell like, oh, all right, this is, this is pure opinion. This isn't quality journalism. Is there, are there a couple of give, dead giveaways or is that, is it too, too opaque for that? I don't know if I could say there are dead giveaways, but I could point out a couple of things from this specific piece that to me were dead giveaways. So okay, go for it. For example, there's a quote here. It doesn't even matter what the quote says. And then the attribution is the company's website says, 
okay, so how does a reader know on which portion of the website? Um, how old is that information? Has it been updated? You know, how does it have to do with the topic that's being written about? Um, there's another another place in the article where it's per the company's web per the company website. Same thing. So, th- what is that really telling you? It's not telling you anything. It's it's telling you, you know, there was some information on the website, but does it really go along with the topic that's being written about? Um, and again, if here here would be a dead giveaway, if an uh, an article or whatever we're calling this is quoting another article, that's a dead giveaway right there to just stop reading that article. Go to the original. Go to the thing that's being quoted um, and see if that's that has value. But but to me, this if you hadn't asked me to read this, I would have uh, I would have deleted it after the headline and the first paragraph because it was very obvious to me that this is not legitimate journalism so now he's made you read it and you have an upset stomach (laughs) you know it's time wasted that i'm not going to get back yeah (laughs) he owes you well it's a good segment though (laughs) that's a good that's a good thing uh, last question (laughs) what's that I said, yeah, it's all good for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last uh, last question is there uh, is there a news source that you recommend? Like, how do um, people find quality news these days? Uh, book, Leatherneck Magazine, of course. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. No, seriously. Um, I, I would say the Wall Street Journal, by and large, is fairly objective. Um, I, I don't want to call out lack of objectivity but i generally stay away from most tv news i will say that there are some business business news segments that seem to to be a little more straight up and down five w's and the h you know who what where how why when all of that i just want the facts um tv new tv seems to tv news seems to be like bottom of the barrel man everybody in the news industry seems to just point their nose up at the uh, at the tv news industry and i think they've earned it yeah well you know even when i was in journalism school those many years ago all of us who were who were print journalism majors we kind of rolled our eyes at those who were who had declared themselves broadcast journalism majors i mean that's probably unfair but you know at least they weren't public relations majors <laughs> oh you're brutal jeez well awesome yeah really awesome nancy thank you very much for your perspective and your information on this very much appreciated you bet yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that was cool right were you ever in journalism uh I'm, no i was no. A, i was a sports editor oh wow of my local paper yeah started a hot rod column do the whole nine yards but even as little as that was and as insignificant as that was if you put the wrong information in you're done well, I mean, you know, we. But that's we, the way it used to be. We do this show, and Joe does a fantastic job oh, yeah. on his blogs. But it, we don't, we don't pretend to be unopinionated, which was the I, I feel the worst part of that article. We tell you, hey, look, we're pro gun, and here's what we're going to talk about. You know, yeah. But Joe, would you write your articles? Because see, that just kind of surprised me. Would you consider your articles news 
or your opinion? No, mine are all opinion pieces. Okay. And I, I reference other articles, but what I'm doing is I'm just telling people, hey, don't don't take my word for well, it. Well, yeah, look, this yeah, is what you're not here. saying take my word but, for it because I got opinion. it. No. Okay. Right. I mean, I took a class in 2018, and I was told don't be as don't be biased at all. Right. But I but I was like automatically knowing at that time everyone is biased. Yeah. In, that's what I, that was my whole point. Plus, yeah. you're still in that class anyway, right? <laughs> no, I graduated. Thank Did you. Yeah. Hey, have congratulations. Yeah. Thank Take you. a couple days off. Third time's a charm. Third, Third time's a charm. Shush your mouth. <laughs> All right, folks. Gun Owners Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to Hour 2 of Gun Owners Radio with your hosts, Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz. Visit GunOwnersRadio.com with questions, comments, or learn how to become a sponsor of the show. Time to get involved and get active. Together, we will win. Now, here's Dave Stahl, Joe Germisi, and Michael Schwartz on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Well, you know, a lot of companies are frustrated with their website. It looks old. It's out of date. It's not getting any customers. Well, SageTree gets it. Since 2005, SageTree has been helping companies with websites that look great, work great, and get leads. You can stop being frustrated by your website and get one that you're proud to share. Contact SageTree today to get a website that makes the phone ring. Getting started is super easy. Call 866-728-9100. That's 866-728-9100. And fix your website today. So about a month ago, we had Gun Prom, our annual event. And uh, fun was had by all. 750 of your closest friends uh, met in Mission Valley. And we had a really, really good time. In fact, we already have a date for 2023. Next year's Gun Prom is actually going to be on uh, you hear, heard it here first, September 16th, September 16th of 2023, we're going to have uh, our, our next gun prom, and we auctioned off, our live auction, we auctioned off uh, a uh, time on the radio here on Gun Owners Radio, and Famila from Famila and Friends <laughs> bid on it and won. Thank you so much. Of course. Yes. It's a tr- tradition now. Yeah, we did I this, know. Like, what, two years yeah. ago? Yeah. Yes. We yeah. try. We try oh, to keep yeah. going with Yes. <laughs> or was it, two, was it three years ago? Yeah, well, it was, the pandemic messed it all up. Yeah, October, last October. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah we got that. Yeah. No, and even before that. I know. Yeah. So we have Pamela and Kalina. Yes, correct. Okay, fantastic. I'm glad Hi, I got guys. Hi, guys. <laughs> Family and friends here. So tell us about Pamela and friends. Well, you know, it's conservative leaning, obviously, right? Yep. And, okay. you know, we, we just talk about, we, we insert so much of ourselves in there. Yeah. Um, it's, a, you know, we talk about everyday life. We talk about current events, the good, the ugly, the bad. You yes. Know, and that includes politics. The stuff that right? people are afraid to talk about, but yeah. we do it and we have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's an example of something someone's afraid to talk about? Jeez, everything nowadays, the guns? right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I've been yeah, on your show, right? right? You've yeah, been on Mike's the show. been on yeah. the show. Um, Jim Miller has been on the show. Oh, cool. Yeah. Jim's yeah. a good dude. Yeah. yeah. I just heard from Jim. Uh, Jim's on vacation right now. He's in... Uh, 
he's in Hawaii. Must, Must be, be nice. nice. I know. He, so I just heard from Jim. Jim Miller is one of our board members, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's also the Miller from the Miller case, the assault weapons ban, ca- you know, case that, yeah. that, that won, and then we're waiting for. It. Anyway, uh, he got to talking to somebody at the pool, and they're they're from they're also from California. They were really excited about the Miller case, and Jim said, "Well, I'm actually I'm the guy. I'm Miller." <laughs> That's so, amazing. I know. Awesome. Isn't that Miller small time. <laughs> So what made what made you start family and friends? I have no idea. It, it was actually, you know, when I when I did the first um, gun prom, yeah. and I bid on the you know the gun radio, yeah, yeah. I, I, I that's what that's where it all started, guys. Okay, yeah. So it that was you. It, so yes, <laughs> well, it's your fault. It's your fault, it's your yes. fault that, we're, that Mike, people have you, to listen to us. We, ins- we inspired <laughs> a, uh, a radio show. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys always come to gun prom. And yes. you guys are always you guys always have fun at gun prom. We do. Yes, it's amazing, amazing, yeah. a blast. Tell yeah. us why is why is gun prom important? You just you just, you just go for the fun? No, we go because it's important. <laughs> yeah. Why is it important? Amendment rights, or yes, freedom guys. They're trying to take everything away. Yeah, from us. those commies. For it. Right? Yeah. Those commies are trying to take yes. away our rights. Yeah, we believe in fighting for what's right and what's ours. And and yes. having fun besides. Wait, can course. I say commie on this? You can say commie. Not. Sure. <laughs> you say it all the time on your show. So we I mean, never I say it on our show. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of our main. It's one of our main words. All right, and who are the, we got? Two new friends yeah. from Family and Friends. Who are these guys? We have the rest of the friends from Family and Friends. I'm Weiss Kahani. Uh, Jack. Stark. Hey guys. Yeah. Baby Jack. Uh, baby Jack. <laughs> baby Jack. 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 Are these guys on the radio show with you, they or are. do we yes. just we yes. just found them in the lobby? They're or? stragglers. All right. We found them. Yeah. We adopted them. Yeah. <laughs> We're stuck with them. So why are Second Amendment rights important to you guys? Important to us. I we mean, need to protect ourselves. Yeah, you know, especially us women. Yes, we're women. We're moms. Especially with what's going on, right, guys? It's terrifying. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, you should know about it, right? Well, tell me what's going on. What's the world's on, a scary place right now. It is, and if it wasn't for your Second Amendment rights, then the government could take take over, and you they're wouldn't trying. be able to protect yourself yeah. when it came down to yeah, it. Yeah, and aren't they trying to like restrict? Um, what, gun sales right now? They Every, are. Everything. They're trying to restrict. Yeah. I, I'm not sure what you restrict gun sales. Tell me more about that. certain guns. Yeah, like the, like the assault I, rifles. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's an assault. Yeah, there's assault weapons ban. There's a mm-hmm. basically a ban on on new pistols. Yes. Um, essentially. And I don't think they even know what they're talking about when they're restricting gun sales. Mm-hmm. But did you guys see about it? Uh, what three three weeks ago there was a huge Supreme Court decision. Did you guys see that? that yeah. Mm-hmm. Which one? The Roe v. Wade. That no, one? not that one. It was oh. the day before that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right before that. Oh, okay. They did it's, that right before the yes. Roe v. Wade because yeah. they knew what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> literally the day before yeah. yes, the, yes. that they came out and it was a big gun decision yes. in favor of the Second yeah. Amendment. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's, it's enormous. It's an enormous tool. It's the Bruin decision. Um, yes. It's going to do a lot of really good things. And I thought, man, this is going to be a lot. Uh, we're going to be talking about this for weeks. The next day they did the Roe versus. <laughs> yeah, wait, I was like, ah, done. Yeah, done. Nobody's talking about <laughs> no it. No one's yeah. even going to hear about this. Not even on Google yeah. anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's falling through the cracks now. But yeah. it's an amazing tool. It's very, very cool. Now, do you guys talk about guns much? Well, I guess the only time you guys talk about guns is when me or Jim Miller are on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we talk about it every once in a while. Well, we know. It's a we, hot topic. Yeah, it is a hot topic. Yeah. We do talk about it. We yeah. support guns. Yeah. We talk about it once in the news, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> if we have a guest on that's a, you know, a huge gun supporter, we yeah, talk, we talk about it. Yeah, we're all over the board. Yeah. We, we're all now, over and board. you ran for office at one point, right? Mm-hmm. What, yes, did, did. what did you run for? I ran for school board, then I ran for Congress. Then I ran for school board again. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that was before the radio show. That was, um, I think, that's the first time school board was before. The, yes. before we joined you on the, yeah. the very first time here. Yeah. Now, do you feel like the? Do you use the radio show? Is is the radio show effective activism? Is that I, part of why you do it? 
I, I do it, yes, just to like voice my opinion. Yeah. It's like a platform where we can just say what we want to say. And, we can be know, honest. Yeah. And then hopefully just inspire everyone yeah. to, to get on the same page. Exactly. Yeah, because I mean, clearly you were you were trying to you know do good. You were yes, trying to make yes. a, a you know a difference. You were running mm-hmm. for office. Mm-hmm. Do you tell? Do you have? Uh, you, do you get feedback from the show? Do people come up to you and say, "Hey, I really like what you said there"? Or how does- Actually, it was at Costco um, uh, like a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and people like in my local Costco. Oh, are you Famila? I'm like, yes. <laughs> do you listen to me? Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It was. I was with the kids, or like. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome! And I they love got that. to meet my kids. Oh, it was that's amazing. fantastic! Like, oh, do you actually listen to me? Yeah, did they take I mean, pictures? <laughs> I love that. Let's well, get so you. Yeah. So you had an influence on yeah. somebody. Yes. Yeah. Which yeah. I mean, you don't have to get a listeners. You don't have to go get a radio show to to, to be an effective yes, activist, you don't. but no, it sure you helps. Do it. Yes. Yeah, but you, know, awesome. you just you just have to stand up and speak out. You speak yeah. out at every, everywhere yeah. you can. You inspire people. Yeah, speak for what you believe in. Stand up for what we believe in. Yeah, that's it. And one of the gun problems you actually didn't you you went with uh, Matt Clear up and, and did some yeah, firearms so training, much right? Fun. It was so much fun. Talk about that. Oh gosh, um, you know I took Mike Aristian, who ended up being one of my opponents in the congressional yes. race. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. We took him and his girlfriend, and um, it was so funny. I ha- I ended up having a cockeyed gun. What is that? It was like it wasn't shooting. Um, I thought it was me, but Mike verified. Uh, Matt, it's never you. Matt, Matt verified that it was a cockeyed yeah. gun. No, it's, so he gave me. A, so he gave me his gun, his special gun. I think go. it had like. Uh, I think it had like. Um, I'm not sure if it had like a woman on it. Maybe. <laughs> on the, no, you wouldn't know. My, I, no, okay. We, we I think it was. It was yet. his special yeah. gun. You, Matt gave you a special gun his and had a woman on it. <laughs> Yes, it embro- not, it's not embroidered in some. <laughs> He's got an embroidered gun. <laughs> what do you call it? My, uh, it? How about painted? Painted, stippled, or engraved? Engraved, yeah. Not embroidery, okay. <laughs> so he gave you his special gun and he you started shooting yeah. straight. Yes. All right. With the special. It's gun. never, yes. you know, it's never the, it's never the cowboy. It's always the horse. <laughs> yes. so. It wasn't. He verified that, and I felt, I felt a lot better because I was like. Oh my goodness! Am I like not getting the target? So and what kind of did you get it fixed? Did you get the gun fixed? No, that was his gun. No, 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 the one that was not shooting. That was his gun. Oh, it was Ooh. his. It was his. It, no, it was the guns that he provided. So us he with. gave you a cockeyed. He, he gun. gave us a cockeyed gun. Yes, he did. Right. Yeah, not, not cool, Shouldn't Matt. that be a t-shirt? <laughs> I'm gonna have cool. to talk to uh, Matt about that. <laughs> Should, yeah. Shouldn't that be a t-shirt? Maybe that's yeah. a good. I'll tell you, man. That's a good cool technique shirt. for 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 uh, firearms instructors. Give them a gun that doesn't shoot straight. Yeah. And then fix their problem yes. you look like a genius there you go nice job matt right here on gun owners radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back to gun owners radio fm 961 am 1170 the answer all right you want to go ahead and read that for joe or you want me to do it uh, not skip it. Just do your radio show. Did you know we have a world-class flight training school here in San Diego? Pilots can fly almost every day. We're close to the ocean, the desert, mountains, international borders, and a, a major military base. That's why San Diego is one of the best places to learn how to fly in the whole world. Learn to fly in sunny, in the sunny of San Diego, right at Montgomery Field. Get started easy. 
give them a call at 858-5691-822 or go to learn to fly with SDFTI. Call 858-5691-822. So we're here with Pamela and friends. Mm-hmm. Let's introduce everybody again. Pamela. Hi, guys. Kalina. Weiss. And Jack. And how do they end up here and they ended ended up here uh they uh, you guys I you know why are we here just yeah, knock right. on your door randomly you, yeah, uh, right you just, just likes to in. talk let us the in. They, they, they lost the bet and here they are there you go that's usually what happens they uh they won the you you, you bid on us at the live auction yeah. right Which of course is, it's right. my pleasure yeah yes. well fantastic thank yeah. you guys for here. so what would you guys like to see you know in in the gun community in san diego what would you guys like to see more of or what do you think's missing or what would you like to see in the republican party or because you guys are republicans right yes fairly active in the republican party Mm -hmm. so how would you like to see gun ownership change in san diego i think they need they need they need to do more advocating i think yeah go ahead and pull your mic just a little bit closer yeah grab it i well i think this is podcasting training 101 (laughs) i know oh my goodness no, it's so hard. It is. It yeah. is. I forget sometimes. Yeah. So more advocacy. What, what do you think that would look like? Who do you, what, what, what do you mean? Like re- Republicans or who are you talking about? Like everyone. Yeah. yeah. Just educating everybody on gun rights, right? Yeah. Yes. I think yeah. it's huge, the education. Yeah. I think that's why it's so it's a, such a sketchy time right now because there's not that much education on it. Because yeah. a lot of people are afraid of it. Yeah. They're, well, it shouldn't be political. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It's, it's, it's no different it than learning be. how to swim. We right. lose exactly. a lot of kids yeah. to drowning. Yeah. And you have a right to learn how to swim. So you have a right dying. to learn how to swim. Yes. Exactly. exactly. So you can't make guns political. That's I know not. everybody likes to do it because yeah. they're all blaming the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they like to point the finger. Well, yeah, it's easy. It's yeah. all about self-defense when yeah. it comes down to it. It's Without really about self-defense. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that's, a, that's a, you know, a huge and fact about being an American. All right. Who are these two guys over here? Just sitting These here. are the friends. I'm also that's a friend. I'm also a friend. We're female. Are you guys on the show? We are on the show. Grab the mic. Grab it closer. Your name again. I'm Weiss. So what do you do there? Let the boys talk. You know they're just going to talk till we will talk. 6 o'clock. We'll the I'm, one the, talk. I'm one of the co-hosts on the show, and I feel that um, it should be an open carry state. Like, I grew up in the South in Nashville, and I don't know, you just feel more at ease when, you know, there's people mm-hmm. around in your community that right. can yeah. protect you if something happens. Amen. Yes. But don't you think that's going to take a lot of kind of getting used to? Mm-hmm. It's almost like watching somebody walk down the street with a mask on. And I don't care whether you like the mask or don't like the mask. I hate the masks. But you know, it just, you look at them twice. Well, no, because so I went to New Orleans for my little sister's graduation. And I think I told you this, Wise, and Famla, but people in the elevators had just open carry guns. They just had it on their hip. Yeah. And for the first second, I was like, oh, I did double take. And then after that, I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. So, you know, I'm safe. Well, you know, like, when during the gun prom, I invited two other guests. He had his open carry. Yeah. Yeah. And see, here you, you go. By the way, here you go again. Now, who oh, is this okay, nice job? <laughs> you it, you just it. need your own Stop show. It, just go do your own Stop show it. in a closet. You'll be totally fine. Uh, I'm Jack. Okay. I'm also another co-host. But uh, I just got back from Arizona where it was open carry. Yeah, was, no kidding. Yeah. So how'd you get snaked in with these two? Uh, you know, I'm still trying to figure that out. You got to go to the meetings. If you don't go to the meetings, you end up, you know. So well, okay. well, one of the things let me let me bring something up. One of the things that California has done recently to make it harder for for people to be educated. Mm-hmm. You know, we have these shooting socials because we I, I was running into people that made it to 40, 50, 60 years old and never touched a gun before. Yeah. Which really only, that only happens in California. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 
California and Chicago and Massachusetts, you know, about yeah, yeah, but but it's right? it's it was very unusual. So we started doing the shooting socials. We don't do a lot of education for kids. Mm-hmm. We kind of leave it up to Boy Scouts and some of the local yeah. gun clubs. California just made it illegal to advertise. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll find somebody for advertising. Uh, to teach kids Stop. firearms. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Really? Mis- that's misinformation, guys. Kids <laughs> should be learning that, though. They need to learn how to protect themselves. So a lot of places... And there's no bias. They, they basically bias. said, look, we don't want people advertising, like, you know, hey, kids buy guns, and they were they were equating it to, it's like cigarettes, you know, trying yeah, to get kids... Yeah, but they advertise the vapes. Which is yeah, to- yeah. totally different. Yeah. But th- what ended up happening is um, a lot of... Uh, programs that are intended to teach kids gun safety they can't advertise that anymore and if they can't advertise it they, kids don't know to show up yeah what that's do you guys think of want. that that's what they want that's their agenda that's yeah and if this one fails there's five more in line that's that true. they're going to use that's very true because yeah. they have people sitting there mm-hmm. all day mm-hmm. all night making sure that if we go right they're going to go left yeah. and they yeah. may or if they we smack them they're going to punch us yeah and it's constant, and you you cannot give up. That's why, mm-hmm. not this is a plug, but joining San Diego County gun owners, right. Inland Empire go yes. out. Because if you don't, if we don't start getting up on our the right side, yeah, mm-hmm. the left side will take over. They'll just walk right, right. over us. You got to wake up the woke. Yes, there you, you go. go. Wake, wake up, up the, woke. the woke, guys. And there you then go. kids That's... will have the San Diego gun owner things on their water bottles that they take to school. They mm-hmm. have all the stickers on their yeah, water we put bottles. Yeah, the stickers on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So they're yeah. They go, do they go to a public school? Yeah, they do. They do. Wow, do they get any? They get any, uh, any Any flack well, for that? No, I think they're my afraid daughter, of My daughter <laughs> has a shirt. I got her a shirt that's uh, with Smokey the Bear on it, mm-hmm. wearing a MAGA hat. <laughs> Only you can prevent communism. Oh my God! <laughs> I so want your so your little have. girl's what six two no, three hundred fifty pounds? No, I know, she's like eight years old. Very tough. Yes, I was gonna say, could you she see takes, her walking into a classroom? She takes taekwondo. Yeah, she's, she's a taekwondo. Oh well, martial she's artist. Good. That chick, she's, uh, she's a trained martial artist. Yeah. She's do- but don't Chuck tell Norris her. couldn't take her out. <laughs> That's funny. How often are your sh- uh, your podcasts on? It's every um, every Sunday night at seven. So yeah. stay tuned, guys. No, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's the same station. Show. Yeah, if you're listening, station. it'll be on seven o'clock. They're yeah. on after Bob. We're, yeah, we're on the. Oh, answer. are you really? Are. Yeah, they're on yes. eleven seventy. Yes. Yes. Yep. yes. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Or welcome to the family. Yes. yes. Thank you. Yes. So you're staying? No, it was they 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 recorded on. Yes, we recorded. That's right. He has to be in bed by nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're not as as cool as you guys. We're not live yet. Yeah, but if I better, he wants us live. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. No, hey, I'm a. I love live. I do. I love doing it live. Well, that's we do too, but we don't know if anybody else loves. I know. (laughs) What's the what's a a show that you're most proud of? What's something something you covered? Something you talked to? Something like that. What's what show is most I'm memorable? Big, I'm a big pro-life advocate. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm on the board of a PRC down in the South Bay, mm-hmm. and that that's my that's my heart. That's yeah. my passion. And one of the shows that I'm really proud of is when we had Lila Rose on. That was beautiful. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. a great one. Yeah, yeah. that was beautiful. Yeah, it just wow. spoke to me. What about yeah. you? Yeah, what's your favorite? I actually, I'm gonna have to agree with you. That was a beautiful one, and it's something that most people don't talk about. Yeah, are uncomfortable talking about mm-hmm. it, and we did. Your body, your choice, only when it, you know, when it comes to killing babies. Yeah, yeah. we don't believe in killing when babies. When it comes to vaccinations, don't right? even get me started. Oh, geez. Don't That's even weird get me started. Twice. What about you guys? 
Yeah, so what hour do you guys Probably do the cooking the show? Ones. Play one of the NFL ones, right? Yeah. I'm just going to say, I'll bet. Definitely one of the sports ones. I'm going to Jim Miller, sports agent. <laughs> there, you there you go. go. We, yeah. Well, we had Dennis McKnight on. He was yeah. Uh, yeah, he was awesome. Wes Chandler, they're NFL players. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah, that's that's a good yeah. group to yeah. pull We've from. had all walks of lives on our show. And it's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Entrepreneurs, restaurateurs, all kinds yeah. of stuff. Just whoever you want to talk to. I love it when I see young Radio people, stars. Yes. So Thank excited. You. Are we? Thank at you. such we an are. early age. How dare you, family? Are. <laughs> are we? We are radio stars. You just said it. Yeah. No. Seriously. <laughs> you said it live. Did I'm video kill that. the radio star? No. no but you know, you know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> hey, it's your natural way you do radio. Yes. There's Thank no you. can. There's yeah. no script. It's just we being try. yourself. Right. Yeah. Having and fun. I've been doing radio for more years than you guys probably been around. And that when I see talent like yeah. this, you know, you guys are going to go a long way. Thank Just don't t- take my word for it. Never change and never listen back to your show. D- oh. I, I don't. Why not? Do Why do you say that? I no, don't. No, I don't. No, no, no. I never do. No, I don't want to. No, no, no. I don't because I don't want to hear it. Right. Well, you I do. can't like, do I fix sound it. like that in yeah, real you life? Can. Yes. And if I'm you don't, you. and if you yeah. don't like me the way I am, then yeah. change the channel. Yeah. yeah. But you're not going to put me through a mental whirlwind. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. See? I'm with you. Do you listen to your shows? I I don't. But you want to hear a really embarrassing story Please. about me listening to yes. a show? Okay. So, I was in between appointments and I needed to send an email, and so I stopped at a Kinkos, yeah. you know, like a FedEx mm-hmm. Kinkos, yeah. or whatever. And they had like a you know, and rented a computer for whatever a few minutes, and I had to send a link of one of our shows. Okay. To somebody, mm-hmm. so I'm on YouTube pulling up to see. Okay, is this the right episode? Before I email it to to somebody, a customer came up and said, "Hey, you're 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 from Gunners Radio, right?" So I'm the dork sitting there <laughs> watching my own <laughs> show. <laughs> like that's just what I do in the middle of the day. Oh, is no. I sit there and listen <laughs> to myself. I'm like, oh, can we have your autograph? Yeah. Yeah. I know, great. Yeah. And you told him his his net your name was Dave, <laughs> <laughs> and you've been I'm on no radio. Photograph. No yeah, photographs, right. please. Yeah, yeah, no I photographs, was like clicking you. around trying to get out of there. <laughs> no paparazzi. Yeah. That's so funny. But no, I don't really do. I mean, sometimes, uh, you know, just for like, like you know, practical reasons. Like, hey, there was a segment I really wanted to make well, sure. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. I don't sit there and listen but to But I just say those are the two pieces of advice I got way back when that I've lived and died by. Because yes. it'll be such a better show. Yeah. I need to not listen to us. See, because yeah. I do. I, I play music and we sing and yes. I, I can't, we really can't yeah. sing and okay. we really but can't how, play music. But how bad does it make you feel when you listen and you hear something really that you bad. wish you hadn't said? <laughs> it's not really, that, it's just my voice. I'm like, no, is that how okay. we sound in real life? I'm going to tell you right now, that's probably a voice for radio? probably <laughs> one of the best attributes you have. Really? Is your voice. Because... Oh. You hear that, Pamela? <laughs> well, let's stop and think about it. If you two guys sounded alike... Yeah. I'm Pamela. I'm Nana. I'm Pamela. I'm Nana. But there is no doubt everybody knows who you guys <laughs> are because true. of the way you sound. Mike, Mike and I are the same way. Yeah. There's no way anybody's going to get Mike and I confused. Yeah. Why is and Jack? what you no, hear, <laughs> but what you hear back isn't what Mike hears and nobody okay, else good. hears. So Did you say you, you play music, like on your radio show we you guys play music? Yeah. I, I, I play guitar. guitar. I play sing. the guitar. Yeah. Not, not very well, well but very well. I, I do. Google like on, the, on, like yeah, live yeah, on the, I yeah. do. So it's live, guys. So, you know, I, to my That's credit, it's live. That's what podcasts are all about. And Dave and I are thinking about it. And we sing, and we sing. Well. We, okay. But so, not well. Uh, yeah, not well. I take Fair music, I take music, and I, I parody it. Yeah. Okay. It's like weird yeah. Al Yankovic. Yeah, it's like a weird, <laughs> conservative, weird yeah. Al Yankovic yeah. type of deal. So you guys are actually sisters? No. I mean, we're basically. cousins. Yeah. 
I mean, twins. you act like it. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, you twins. guys are almost identical. Yeah, so we're, we're twins. Apart. Yes, yeah. they, we finish each other's sentences, okay. just like they do. Not like podcasting, <laughs> but we have to go by the clock. So you are listening to Gun Owners Radio FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Gun Owners Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. All right, PRMI Mortgage, slash Alpine. Hey, if you're looking to buy a refi or if you're considered a reverse mortgage, call our local mortgage guy that you can trust. Call Chris Wiley at PRMI Mortgage. For nearly 25 years, Chris has been helping local San Diegans with all their mortgage needs. They make it easy. Work with a friendly expert. Learn that will help that will help you get the best deal on a mortgage. Chris Wiley, 619-722-1303. Or just go to primeres.com slash alpine. So tell us more about Matt Clear. You guys went up and shot with him. What kind of stuff did you guys learn? We learned how to handle a gun. Yeah. There we go. There you go. That, that's right. important. You that shot is, a, that's you, hugely important. Like a, like a pistol, handgun? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a pistol. It was a pistol. They let do you any rifles or no no rifles no I, I don't okay i'm sorry i don't know how to shoot a rifle yet that's why they know, why they i'm embarrassed you, shoot no, you don't have to be embarrassed by that yeah yet good news is it's a little easier than a, than a handgun oh. is it so next time now that's what no. you gotta next do time. i think yeah, so practice with your broom i did pose with one though you posed with a rival? Yeah, but I don't think I posed right. So people were probably making fun of me. <laughs> you were right? holding it Yeah, yes, I was probably holding it incorrectly. Probably. I'm sorry. The, so well, you guys find that on Google. Do not my make bad. Fun of yeah, don't make fun of me. If, my you, bad. if you've already posed with a rifle, you're halfway there. There we go. That's really, it's a, good. It's <laughs> not much more you got to It's not I much more you got to know. I did it wrong. I'm like, you cute? how do I do did you was that a gun? Was it a gun prom? <laughs> no, no, no. It was like for personal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it started to get deep. Yeah, <laughs> now, now we're getting serious over here. Okay, why, yeah. yeah. Chuck? Gentlemen, take over. It's a Join in. What about you guys? You guys shoot a lot? Uh, not a lot. Pull your yeah. Pull the mic over when you get ready to talk. Uh, yeah, not a lot, but I, I mean, yeah, I was in Arizona, so I would go all the time to just. You lived in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. What's your What's your? Did you just grow up with guns, or what's your experience with guns? Uh, I mean, I grew up on a like. Well, I grew up out here, but I went to a ranch a lot, and would do a lot of shooting. Mm. Some rifles, nice. yeah. But then I just went a couple of weeks ago. I forgot the name of the gun range, but just went and shot a couple of guns here in San Diego. Yeah, uh, it was about like thirty, min- like twenty, thirty minutes away. From yeah. PB. So yeah. Nice. <laughs> there was thirty minutes from PB. Well, like wherever it was. Oh, that yeah. gun. Yeah, yeah, sure, that gun. Yeah, range. love right. that one. <laughs> get get your know. nap. Wait, out. Who do you know? <laughs> who do you know from that? Um, Wait, no, the San Diego. What is it called? San Diego. The San Jeez, Diego. we googled it earlier. San Diego, the gun range, San Diego, on Bubba. I've been there. I've had, I've had. I his name, Manny. Yes. Oh, Manny. Manny. He was laughing at me. when I because I wanted to because I wanted to run away when I heard the. Why did you want to run away? Well, I, you know, it was I, a little you know, noisy. It was a little noisy, and he's like, "If you go now, you will never, You'll never come back." Yes, yeah. Manny. And I stayed there, and I was like, "Yes, you I got this. I got this now." Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, we know the guy who runs San Diego Firearms School. San Diego Firearms. Yes. yes. I don't know which yeah. that one is. Do you remember that dude's name? Well, he San Diego knows Mike. He's German. Mike, he knows you. Everybody. Oh, knows. that German. sure. Oh, hit yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> 
I don't remember. That German dude with the guns. I'm sure I'd, yes. if I saw him. Yeah, he has guns. He knows he's you, don't worry. 30 minutes away. 30 minutes away from PB. 30 minutes from PB. Come on. Okay, so you have to drive to PB, then turn around, set your clock, That's and you'll get 30 minutes. And if there's not a gun range within that 30 minutes. Then come meet with Jack. Yeah, come back and see these guys. I lived in PB for years. It feels like you're the center of the universe when you're living in PB. Everything happens right there in PB. So yeah. that's why, well, that's like 30 minutes from PB. Yeah, right. perfect. That makes we'll sense. We'll go with it. Good one, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. Well, tell me more about the show. What's, what would you like to see happen with the show? Are you guys going to go national, or what do you think? You're like, we I don't mean, know. We, we, we don't know. We go with we it. Just, we take a date. date, date How long have you been doing it? A long time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know. I know. Like two years? Maybe two years. Two years. All right. Maybe mm-hmm. about two years. Yeah. Well, no, do you like, want more work? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're pretty good. I'm biased. But I'm just saying, if you want... No, I, I don't mean work by oh. gigs. Oh. I mean, do you want more work to get yourself out there? Because that's where the next challenge yes. is. Mm-hmm. But you Maybe. just don't want to lose the fun. We won't. We'll never lose the fun. Right. We'll it's not worth it. We're not going to do fun. it. Well, that's why I say... Yeah. Don't yeah. listen to myself. Yeah. Well, yeah. What you, my the next step, we could probably do this off air, not on the gun show, but start getting a couple of your favorite shows. Yeah. And then you get those out to other other entities. Mm-hmm. That's you know? a good idea. Yeah. Because yeah. what your ultimate goal would be nice to have an advertiser. Yes. Mm-hmm. That paid you money. That would be fantastic. Yeah. We would not say no to that guy. Right. <laughs> so I know you, we have our haters, but we also have people that love us. But we you know got, it. But you got to do the content. You know, they yeah. got to know that the money they're... Mainly it's who's listening to you. How many numbers? We got a good chunk, right? Mm-hmm. We had people from New York stop Three. us on the street. I mean, no, but there's more yeah, than Wait, what? Yeah, okay. You were in New York and someone stopped no, you? I was in San Diego and I had a guy from New York who had heard me on the radio show. Well, I was, wow. in, Miami. My voice. I was in Miami a couple weeks ago, too. Yeah. So how many wow. listeners do you think you have? I don't even know. I don't well, there's even at least ask. two. Yeah. One from New yeah. York and one from, from Miami. Miami. So you have at least two. Is. At least two. <laughs> so That's three. three. That's three. Okay, so this is where I'm talking about the money aspect. So now you got to hire somebody to come in, track all your hits. I feel like Jack and Wise should be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. Well, yeah, they haven't done anything all night. Jack, why step up? Come on, guys. There you go. It's time. I'm I'm thinking that they should have a karaoke bar like advertised for them. I love karaoke. karaoke. There you go. Exactly. They all love karaoke. How do you know that? So we can add that. I I hear their show all the time because I'm here till 7:30 inside. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. No, no. It's awesome. I do like the idea, Dave. We should probably start bringing in a guitar and a tambourine. I agree. Sing a couple. We can just have a hose. More cowbell. Campfire songs, guys. Campfire. Not well, though. Not well, no. We'll get the s'mores going. Nobody in this place sings. Let me just tell you. I'm just. We don't either. Neither do we. We identify as singers, rock stars. Okay, we identify. Yeah, Google says we're rock stars. Google used to say it until they complained. Is that is that your limo out front, the checker cab? Yes. I'm just checking. Just checking. So, Wise, where you, where you said you grew up, where did you grow up? I grew up in Nashville. <clears throat> and there you have some guns in Nashville, right? Yeah. I grew up shooting <laughs> a lot of guns, a bunch of different gun ranges. It's fun. What brings you out here? Um, I've been out here for about 12 years. I just wanted to experience the West Coast, try something different. <laughs> and you didn't turn around and run like crazy back? No. <laughs> is it different? Run, Wise. It is a lot different. What's yeah. different? Like, say, what's, the, what's, what's something noticeably different? The, the gun laws. Yeah. <laughs> the people. The people. the people. Yeah. yeah. Was there, is there something in uh, Nashville that you can't get out here? Like, is there some kind of like, 
I don't know, like Music? like sweet tea or something, or is there somewhere you're just like, what the heck? Well, there's there's no Cracker Barrel out here nope. or Waffle House. Nope. <laughs> no, I've seen a Crackle Barrel. Crackle? Yeah, but it's over in Arizona. <laughs> it's in Yuma. Yeah, yeah it's in Yuma. It's it's count count there's one. Uh, there's Doesn't everybody want to go to Nashville though? <laughs> I do. I thought that was a destination. It is a destination. I have my cowboy cool boots ready. Now. I'm wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> ready. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Right it seems now. like that's that's a destination. Yeah. I, it's not. It's not. In, I don't know if it's in my top ten, but yeah, I want to go at some point. Really? It's for country yeah. music, right? Same yeah, show. exactly. That might be why I'm not. See, sign me up. <laughs> oh, just, well, they, <laughs> not, nothing, nothing. Plus, they don't sing, so there's no sense in going <laughs> back to Nashville. Yeah, my bucket list right now, top of my bucket list, is Bourbon County, Kentucky. Okay. I gotta go take the tour. I gotta go take the distillery tour. There we go. Yeah. I never thought of that. Th- that's why, because you're going in a couple I days. Know. That's well, the only reason you text it to me. I didn't want to just spend more time with you, Dave. I wanted to go to. <laughs> oh, well, text me I the to name go. of that place. Well, it's no, Bourbon I'm, County. I'm going back to drive a car back from Tennessee nice. or from Kentucky. Nice. That's so. Are you going to stop on the tour? Yeah, I'm going to the no, Corvette Museum. Nice. I'm going to go. Uh, now I'm going to a bourbon place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's, it's Bourbon County, just outside of uh, Bourbon County, uh, Lexington. Uh, you can actually stay in Lexington, tour Bourbon County, and we're landed in Lexington. All Perfect. all bourbon is made there. I'll be in my boat. In my guy, I'm going. It's a coincidence. Yes, he loves bourbon. There we go. Do me a favor and text me. I, you know, I'm not going to remember the name. Okay, of Bourbon you won't County. After you're there, and <laughs> you're not going to remember the name after of Bourbon tour, County. You won't remember it either. I probably won't. I'll text you. I'm giving you. I'm giving yeah. you free advice, and you're not taking it. I'm probably not going to. I will text you. Remember Bourbon County. Yeah, once you go into Tennessee, it's whiskey. So oh, that's right. right. Yeah. Tennessee whiskey. Like I was stationed yeah. in Chris Kentucky, Stapleton. so I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just going to let him, you know, run with it. I thought the big thing too was moonshine over there oh, yeah. too. Oh. I've had plenty of moonshine on my honeymoon there too. So, so okay, so in Nashville, what what whiskey do they drink? Like what like actual locals? Like what's the is Jack, Jack Daniels, Daniels? Is it respected or is it like ah Tennessee that's, whiskey? It's uh, Jack Daniels is okay. It's it's nothing special, but it's it's Budweiser. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're a local Tennessean, what are you what are you drinking? Um, a lot of moonshine. A lot okay, of moonshine. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. So if you show up at the bar, you want to order moonshine so you don't look stupid. But now you can get it. Yeah, you can buy it now, but it's it's not as good as the no. homemade moonshine. No, okay. nah, not ah, that. I've never had moonshine. Yeah. Well, now you got to step that's, it up, Pamela. That's what my I wife have... said, too. I was, I was surprised by that. I was like, really? Because this tastes really hard to me still, too. And oh. she's like, like rubbing you... alcohol? Yeah, she, she's like, seriously, you're such a baby. And she took it. I was like, dang. She's... And she's pounding them? Yeah, yeah no problem. Her. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of her family is also from Kentucky. Okay. And that's uh, the whole situation. Oh, they, see, I'm yeah. a baby. I can't drink anything that tastes like alcohol. It has to you taste like juice. Pamela. Yeah, you and me It has Pamela. to taste like juice. Yeah, like <laughs> a sippy cup of juice. So don't juice. bother to go back to Tennessee. Oh, yeah, so moonshine is not for us, Pamela. It's yeah. not. You're going to have to have Kool-Aid or something. Uh, we don't have hair on our chest. Yeah. No. Obviously. You will after that. She said, I don't want that. If you drink that tequila, you will. Do not Let sign me, me up for that. Crazy. We're going to get a waxer. So when are you going to be on our show again? I don't know. When am I coming on your show again? Uh, He's such well, a star. Whenever you want. Yes. I right. actually want um, uh, Wendy on. To oh, talk there about you the go. females, yeah. right? Yeah. I actually yeah, want her on. that's a good idea. I yeah. know her. I can put you in touch with her. Yeah, Fantastic. I want her on. I want to talk about that. And she loves being on radio, too. Yeah, God. yeah. I want so to talk about that. Yeah. God, I think it's important as it's women. Why do you think it's important? Tell us why, why is it important that women learn how to shoot? 
So we don't get killed. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Number one, so we don't get, so we're not That's the right. victim because it's either you or them. Well, yeah. I've definitely I mean, no, learned, I mean, women live in a very different world than men. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's very, when you walk outside, it's a very different world that you're walking mm-hmm. out, outside. It is. To. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. um, very, it can be adversarial, can be dangerous. Yeah. Whereas I think men in general, you know. Yeah. We, you guys we, can walk the dog and nobody's cat calling you mm-hmm. and trying to do weird. Yeah. And we Sadly. Have I mean, I wouldn't mind a little cat call yeah. now and then. No, no, you know? rude. I don't know why they're not cat calling. But, guys. yeah. Very <laughs> rarely. You walked right into that one. <laughs> the door opened and it just sucked you right in. I'm just saying. I mean, you know. Darn it. Trust so, me, uh, you should, but yeah, you should I mean, do you, shows with this guy. There aren't as many people in the world that want to attack me as there are that want to attack you. Yeah. I think that that's a very real. Uh, why th- do that's I imagine? Why do I imagine somebody running up to you, bouncing off, <laughs> running up to you, bouncing off, running up? To you. I don't know. I'm already. I'm. I'm. I'm a little upset that I. I just realized I've never been cat called. I will cat call yeah. you next time I see Thank you. Thank you. I got you. Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me try. I got you. Any of us? I can't even you. whistle. She can't even whistle. She can do radio, but I can't she can't whistle. whistle. All right, so in our ne- when we go, we're going to a commercial. Our next segment, we do a, 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 a what do we do? We this do a trivia blow, question for my, my uh, nephew. Okay. So one of you guys, you have to decide which one of you is going to read the trivia question uh, to my nephew to see if you can stump Deal. my nephew. So Yeah, you don't have segment. to say the answer, and it's real easy. What is No, a- no, no, no. You can't read it. He's listening. Oh, that's right. I'm on here. What am yeah. I doing? I don't yeah, know. Don't give it away. What was I doing? I don't know. <laughs> right here on Gun Owners Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, welcome back to Gut Owners Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Hey, do you feel safe and are you protected? Well, it's time to take ownership of your self-defense journey. The U.S. Concealed Carry Association believes the key ingredient to being a responsible firearms owner is proper training education. The USCCA offers comprehensive training that helps you avoid danger while keeping you and your loved ones safe. More than 650,000 responsibly armed Americans like you have made the responsible decision to take control of protecting themselves and their families. Get hands-on training from certified instructors. You can learn how to avoid danger, defend yourself, and protect your loved ones. Take responsibility for your own safety and visit uscca.com slash G-O-R. All right, it's time for everybody's favorite segment. We found out a few years ago that my nephew, Sam, the gunman, is particularly good at, at gun trivia. And uh, rarely is he stumped. We decided to have him on every week. You send in an, uh, a question. If we use it on the air, we'll give you a hat or a shirt. If you stump, my nephew will give you something special. We'll give you a special prize. Ooh. Ooh. What, what is uh, it? I know. What's the special prize? <laughs> is it special? It's, 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 a, it's very special. It's very special. Yes, <laughs> it's so special, it's a surprise. Ooh, I like that. It's a surprise. And so far, we haven't hardly to give any of them yeah. away. <laughs> That's why we don't know what it is yet. That's Uh-oh. right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Well, it used to be uh, tickets to gun prom, but then gun prom happened, okay. so now we've got to figure something else out. Um, okay. So, Sam, you there? Yeah, how are you guys? Good. How are you? Say hi to Pamela. Hi. And, hi, and friends. And friends. Yes. <laughs> it's easy enough. Um, all right, my friend, are you ready for this week's question? Sure, let's have it. Okay, Pamela, there you go. Right, see that? Right at the tour says from Mike. In, what is he? No, 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 you gotta. Who's it from? <laughs> Mike from. Mike from. Mike from Dallas. Oh, this is Mike from Dallas. Mike from Dallas. 
So the question is, what is a punt gun? Mike from Dallas, thanks for writing in. Um, this is a pretty easy one, actually. It, well, I I guess I say they're they're all easy. Wait a minute, <laughs> but, but before you answer, do you guys know what a punt gun is? Of course, I don't. Anybody? It's punting. No. It's like punting? No. Yeah, it's a punt gun. Moving right along. It punts back? So this is the first time he's ever... He has no idea. He doesn't know this. You know, He he didn't know the question in advance. Boom. He just knows. And this one is apparently easy. All right. Go for it, Sam. What's a punt gun? Thanks for writing in, Mike. Uh, A punt (laughs) gun is a type of firearm... um, uh, It refers to a type of antique firearm, generally a muzzle loader, um, used for hunting... Um, in in out in the wild, it was. Uh, I don't know where the term punt comes from, but it was a a very large caliber hunting firearm that was man portable, but kind of on the upper limit of of what was feasible for a person to carry. And uh, they're related to elephant guns. They were used to hunt large flocks of birds, um, so it was kind of uh, sort of like a, a very large large bore shotgun. Well, that was my answer, too. Yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah we all Fam- that. Famo yeah. wrote that down yeah. just as you were... We all knew that. Thank you for that. In the, Correct! In the, in the late 1800s and early 1900s, hunters who needed to kill many birds at once used Jeez. the punt gun, the barrel of which usually measured anywhere from 11 to 13 feet. 11 feet to 13 Jeez. feet. Jeez. Wow. That's it was big. a, a heavy-duty really monster, typically weighing 250 pounds or more. Ooh. It reportedly could fire off more than a pound of shot uh, in uh, one go, and most hunters had to affix it to the boat that they were on. So one pound of shot, that's uh, how much is, uh, how many ounces are usually in, uh, what is that like, uh, how many ounces are usually in a, uh, a regular 12-gauge, Sam? Um, a typical 12-gauge load is uh, somewhere on the order of one and an eighth ounce some some hunters use slightly heavier loads, like one and a quarter ounce. So but generally, one and an eighth so ounce. Just over an ounce. And how many ounces are in a pound? Oh my god! Uh, it depends <laughs> on the type of pound, but for this type of pound, sixteen of them. So this was like sixteen shot, kind of vaguely like sixteen shotguns going off. Fifteen that's shotguns. Gnarly. That's yeah. It's a lot of shotguns. Yeah, wow. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, carrying it required two or three people. Each wow. shot that's produced. Wild. Oh, Shauncey's showing uh, showing a family and friends a picture of the punt family, gun. Man, it's really big. Yeah, Pamela and I could definitely not. No, do we that. can't hold that. That'd be it's about this. It's you guys are about the size of a of a punt gun. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're actually even smaller. It's 250 pounds. Are, you guys are probably are not 250. Pounds. Yes, we are smaller than that. Dare you? Significantly. Each shot produced enough recoil <laughs> to send the boat back several inches or more, and there are reports of over 90 birds dying from a single trigger pull. By the mid-1800s, they were banned in much of the U.S. Nowadays, you'll see them as a part of the entertainment at state fairs Mm. and gun shows, but they're pretty rare. Otherwise, is all that accurate, Sam? Um, Yeah, that that lines up with what I know about them. You know, Good job, Sam. Yeah, yeah nice job. Seriously, very well. Good. You know, usually I'm I'm amazed that I'm I'm amazed today as well. But usually I'm amazed that I ask you like, how do you know that? Where did you get that information? But you know what? I think I know this time. Do you remember when you were just a little squirt and I uh, I took you to the NRA museum? <laughs> I vaguely remember, so it must have it must have stuck in from then. That's where it was. They had a big punt gun there, and you and I spent a lot of time at the uh, at the exhibit. Oh, that's awesome! Isn't that, a, isn't that's that adorable? Cute. I love that. I know. That's He's great. a great uncle. He's a good that. uncle. There I don't we know. Go. I don't know how old you were. 
wasn't he? You were probably like he's a squirt. He was, he was a little squirt. squirt. He was a little squirt. So that was enough. Ten years old or so. Yeah, squirt age. He barely remembers it. He probably remembered off the placard at the display. At the That's NRA where he got museum. All the info from. Yeah. Yeah. So all he remembers is the, the punt gun. That's there the only one he remembers. Well, good job. Not what a great uncle I am, just the punt gun. <laughs> awesome job, Sam. How's it going out there, man? How you guys selling guns still? Um, yeah, it's still pretty steady. Um, I'm, I was kind of surprised to see at work today that there hasn't been much of an uptick in sales based on uh, the political situation, mm-hmm. but I expect that'll happen shortly. Meaning because they, you know, the House just passed that assault weapons ban. You felt like that would cause some some fear purchasing? Uh, Yeah, I I suspected it would, and I suspect it still might. I think so, too. All right. Well, awesome job, man. Appreciate it. And uh, very good job on the punt gun, even though that's not usually the uh, that time period is not your strength. But you nailed it this time. Good for you. Good job, Sam. Thanks to uh, taking uh, thorough notes at the NRA Museum in Virginia. (laughs) I'm sure that's why. (laughs) Definitely why. That was my answer, too. Take care, buddy. Thanks, Sam. Thanks. You too. Good night. All right. What do you think? Kid's 22. It's, wow. That's incredible. He's been doing this it's, six years. He knows wow. what he's doing. That's amazing. Four years. He's been Four, doing Four years. Four years. Yeah, since he was a, a medium squirt. Yeah. I mean, we sit here in awe. I mean, we literally, because I swear we do not give him the answers. Yeah. And he just, and when he gets it wrong, I mean, he's humble. Yeah. But he will he doesn't usually tell you straight up that he's getting it wrong. He tries to throw some stuff out there to see He's if smart. we. smart. Good for him. Well, because we don't know. Yeah. So he can tell us anything. So, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm tell- definitely right, gentlemen. Yeah. He yes. can tell us anything. Yes. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Man, that kid's smart. Yeah. Well, even when he doesn't know, he still has a bunch yeah. of information yeah. that makes yeah. it interesting. Yeah. That's awesome. And he's been doing this since he was 18. Good for Good him. For that's him. crazy. Yes. I know. We all got to get on his level. So, and now I he know. works at a gun store. Or as you should. And he writes for yeah. the lady we had on. He, he writes for Leatherneck. Yeah. Leatherneck magazine. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good for him. So, yeah, he's going to have a good career. He's a published author at 22 already. Yeah, Yay. can you believe that? He's right. killing it. Good he's job, a smart dude. Guy. All right, so for you guys, when you're coming on every Sunday tonight at 7 o'clock, Correct. right here on KCBQ, yes. AM 1170, yes. download the free app, go to every podcast on the planet because you're out there. <laughs> uh, you can listen to it online. Yep. I'll be up farting honest with you in a car. It's going to be a little tough if you get out of East County because the signal drops a little yeah. bit. But get online. Yeah. And uh, do you guys do Facebook and YouTube and all that? We do social media, not Facebook. We do YouTube, Instagram. Okay, right? so somebody can watch your show as well as listen to you. Well, we're on any kind of... Yeah, you, you know. can find us on any kind of platform. And you don't we're have to popular. sit this close. Well, we try to. We want right. to. Well, we you're like going to sing. We like it. We you're going to sing. Not well, but we, yes, we sing. And you <laughs> play the tuba? No, I no. The tuba. Jeez. That's what I. Heard. I'm lucky if I get like a whistle. She's given me a whistle once on air. She gave you a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> you, did yeah, you keep yeah, it? I, like I, a, do, I do. Are we I back to cat calls? She gave you a whistle. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. You're just not going to get it. I know. Whistle. You're not. I've yeah. never gotten a whistle. Blow the whistle. See, so now. Why? No, I I missed it. Why did you think that she? Use a tuba? I know. Like, how did that happen? Well, I just heard what? she did. Oh. It's a t- no, it's more like a tambourine. Yes. You ever give me a tambourine? It's a tambourine. Okay. Easily confused. But don't you yeah, think she would is. look good with a tuba? <laughs> She'd look good not. with a tuba. Probably not. Has no, anyone ever told you that? Violin. Well, I'll tell you what. You would look really good with a Thank tuba. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just that. think about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know. I need a tuba, darn it. It's because you're like... See, you need to get a tuba. Get all that hot air out. a tambourine. I know. Stick with the tuba. 
Get all the hot air out. <laughs> go, can you, when's the last time you heard a tuba and a guitar? There you go. It's been a while. Okay, it's so about time. come it's on. Too long. It's been back. too long, Dave. Yeah. And he's the music wizard, so he can there tell us if anybody ever did. Anybody ever do that? I, somebody must have. It Man just makes sense. It makes sense, <laughs> especially in the '60s. Yeah, when everything made sense. All right, all right. We're gonna have to we're hit put, the road. Put a fork in it. We're done. We all right, hey folks, you want to help us out? Subscribe to our show and give us a five star review. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, YouTube, Spotify, all of them. Just go find us. And stop by any of our advertisers and join these groups, San Diego County Gun Owners, Orange County Gun Owners, Inland Empire Gun Owners, and a whole lot more coming. Dillon Law Group, PRMI Mortgage, Sage Tree Digital Marketing, Seal One, if you want to keep your guns nice and clean. I do. Leo Hamill Fine Jewelry, and check out um, Leo Fit while you're out there. There There you go. Just a little side jobber. I went Saturday. I know you look good. Thank you. San Diego Flight (laughs) Training International, our newest partner, U.S. Concealed Carry Association. And we really want to thank uh, Joe Jermisi, Michael Schwartz, Sam the Gunman, Action Jackson, who's back from the East, and, of course, Mr. Wonderful Brendan Thomas, who's been dealing with me for almost six hours. But he's got more coming. What's the name of your crazy show? Family and Friends. All right, folks, it's a cooking show. You'll absolutely <laughs> love it. You'll learn to do all kinds of fun things. Uh, and, and, there, and, and the challenge is trying to hear the co-hosts that are sitting here with them that has not gotten a word in edgewise. So I don't yeah, know. Step they, up, boys. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They could be dancing in the background. Well, we wish. We just make fun of them most of the time. That's true. That's good. I'm proud of you. You must be. It must be hidden because you don't. I haven't heard nothing come out yet. I, they did wonderfully. I know. Wonderfully. All right, Michael, thank you very much. Have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Bob Siegel's in the house, I think. So we're going to get ourselves out of here. Does Dave tell me I look good? Does that count as a cat call? Yes. There you go. He did it right on air. Uh, so. Somebody had to do it. He was starting to whimper up a little. Gun Hunters Radio, <laughs> FM 961. AM 1170. The Answer. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl.